On Gimel of Bays, 14 lines from the bottom, last word on the line is Edus, in the middle of the line it says Tnan Hasam. In my additional list is a little star. And then we have a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah, it's actually going to be later in the Mesechta. Here we go, it goes about seven lines. Shahaya um, Bedin is picking up right in the middle of that it would have made sense, it would have been uh, logical to say not to believe the single witness who witnessed the act of immorality, um, if not for the fact that the Torah told me otherwise. Uh, why? I would have thought like this. Uma edus harishayna. I wrote above that the stira. When it comes to the, what we're calling the first testimony here is um, witnesses who testify regarding the fact that this married woman went into seclusion with some other guy. She'ein oisarta isra oilam. It doesn't make her us forever. Because even though she's now Sota, they can the couple can go to Yushalim, clarify the issue, and she could be totally permissible. Yet, it doesn't become something significant if there's any less than two people who testify about it. Then, when it comes to, I wrote above that, the Tuma, the actual witnessing of the act of immorality, you witness that, she ain't never permissible back to her husband. She was sleeping with a guy other than her husband when she was married. That makes her us forever to her husband. Ainoidin, not all the more so that something as consequential as that, that it shouldn't be established as any less than two. In other words, without uh, the Pusik saying something specific, I for sure would have thought you'd have to have two witnesses witness that. Well, Talmud Laimar, um, the Torah thought otherwise when the Pusik said, Ve'eid ein ba. Aid, like two witnesses, there are not. In other words, one there is. Call Shieshba. Any uh, type of Edus, even if it's only one person. Okay, so one person would be valid to testify regarding the actual Tuma. Ask the Gemara now. Well, shouldn't we then make, or can we not make then a Kavachimer, Ladus Harishoyna Mayata, using the Edus Achroyna as the basis? Colon. Ma Edus Achroyna. The testimony regarding the actual act of intimacy. That makes Rasa forever to the man that she was married to, or is married to. That's good enough, apparently. If there is one witness, that's good enough. Then, which again, that's the stira, the testimony regarding that she went into a secluded area with that guy. That doesn't make Rasa forever. Because, again, they can go to Yerushalayim and clarify whether she is guilty or not. Not all the more so that that should also be requiring only one witness to be established. Well, Tamalaymar, again, the Pasuk. Pasuk says, now this is interesting because I thought it was a different Pasuk, but the Bryce says, uh, no, because the Pasuk says, Ki ba'ervas davar, I underline the word davar. Uh, there was found in her a matter of uh, of of uh, erva of, of immorality. Ula halanu and elsewhere regarding regular testimony, it says al pishnai medim oyal pishloishedim yakum davar. And I underline that word davar. That uh, based on the testimony of two or three witnesses, that's what establishes the davar. Well, ma davar amr lahalan, just like. Um, in general testimony, it, it clearly, Pasuk says you have to have two witnesses or three, Al Pishnaim Afkan, so too over here by the, uh, immorality issue, the, uh, Afkan Al Pishnaim, or we would say the, I guess the testimony regarding the stira. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, one thing that's a little bit strange, 
we don't learn the validity or the need for two witnesses on the stira from that pasuk. The Gemara now asks, hi, uh, the uh, limud of stira requiring two witnesses from Kimatsuber Vazdavarnafka question mark? That's where we learn it from? No, no, no. We, we've seen this already. Uh, like yesterday and the day before. Mi uh, ba nafka. We learn from the word ba. Uh, namely, ba v'loi bekinui, ba v'loi bestira. So the puzzle specifically says that regarding the actual acts of immorality, a testimony of one is acceptable, but only in that and not in the kinui, not in the stira. So the Gemara explains that actually that's what the Brisa meant. Hachanami ka'amar. We have to sort of, I don't know, reprogram ourselves to understand those last uh, two lines in the Brisa, and they're actually quite more extensive. And the, the way Rashi learns it, he, he says actually in the, the first line underneath the Gemara, he says, Masnison is a chasuri mechsera. That's the term the Gemara usually uses when the Tanaic source is missing what would otherwise be some important information on how to understand it, but this is how you have to understand it, says the Gemara. So we reread uh, for about three and a half lines and put the right angles in over here. That when we had said about four lines ago in the Brisa that Tamalim when we brought the pasuk of Kimatsa, really the pasuk that we uh, uh, that we brought was Tamalimar Ba, like when it said Aid Ain Ba, but one is good. That's regarding the act of immorality. Ba regarding the act of immorality, one is enough. Aloy Bikinu, not Kinu, where you, you, where you would require two witnesses. Ba in that Falo Bistira. Vetuma ba alma, and then when the Brisa went on and brought some other pasuk, wasn't talking about that specific case of a saita with kinu and sir, rather regular infidelity. Tuma ba alma below kinu, below sira. That We just said we're going to believe one witness when it comes to the sota case. Well, then how do you know you don't believe one witness in every case of immorality? No, no, no. Namar Khan, because it says over here, Kimatsa Be'ervas Dovar, underline the word Dovar, that's by a regular old case of uh, uh, adultery. Namar Lehalan, and it says elsewhere, Al Pishnai Medim, Al Pishlai Shedim Yakum Dovar, underline the word Dovar. That's the limit at the end of the Tanaic source. Ma Dovar, Ha'amar Lehalan, just like over there, it says Mefurish in the Pasuk. Edim equals Shnaim, Kama, Afkan, so too over here, by regular uh, woman having an affair, a married woman having an affair, Adim means Shnaim. That's the end of the rereading of the Tanaic source. I close the right angle. Tanrabanan. The Gemara brings a, another Brisa, which will, um, this Brisa will preoccupy us essentially all of Dalit Amud Aleph. It starts here and it goes down, let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten, about twelve lines on Dalit Amud Aleph. And we are going to have in this Brisa nine Tanaic opinions of. How much time does that married woman with that guy that she was warned not to be with have to be in that secluded area that we can then say that the deed may have happened? How, how much time is that? So, Tana Rabban. Ezohi, the Bryce starts out uh, describing what is the, what the uh, Rabban referred to as Edus Harishaina that we saw in the Bryce we started today's year with. It literally means the first testimony. What's that? That's Edus Stira. That's the testimony regarding the seclusion, and comma, edus achreina, what's edus achreina? Oh, that would be, and if there was this, you'd have to deal with it, edus tuma, uh, a testimony regarding the actual act of intimacy. Okay, let's get back to this stira issue, the kama shir stira. Let's say they say, we went, they went into a secluded area for 
one third of a second. Is that enough? It's obviously not enough. And if they went into a secluded area for, let's say, three hours, that clearly is enough. What's the amount of time that they have to testify that this uh, married woman was secluded with this other guy that it could be a problem? Well, again, we're going to have nine snake opinions. Here's the first. Uh, the first one is seems to be uh, quite... I don't give it a whole bunch of different descriptions. Kadei Tuma is the amount of time that it takes. Tuma here would be an illicit act of uh, intercourse. Uh, Kadei Bia, that's an act of intercourse. Uh, Kadei Ha'ara'a, Ha'ara'a is the initial uh, partial insertion of the um, uh, male into the female. Namely, and that's basically Kadei Ha'kafasdek, the amount of time it takes to walk around a palm tree. Dive Rabbi Yishmal. I underline Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Eliezer. I triangled Rabbi Eliezer. Everyone else we're going to underline. Rabbi Eliezer says the amount of time is Kadei Meziga Sakais, the amount of time it takes to mix a cup of wine. They used to have a very thick, syrupy type of wine. They would mix it with water. The amount of time it would take to mix that cup. Rabbi Hoshua. I underline Rabbi Yoshua. Imer Kadei Lishtoisais, the amount of time it takes to drink the cup. Ben Azai underlined. Imer Kadei Lishtoisais, the amount of time it takes to roast an egg. Kama, Rabbi Akiva, I underlined Imer Kadei Ligaima, the amount of time it takes to swallow it. That would be the egg. Kama, Rabbi Yudabem Beseru, I underlined Imer Kadei Ligmaya Shloisha, Beitzim, or Shalosh Beitzim, Zu Acharzu, the amount of time it takes to swallow three eggs, one after the other. Rebel Azman Yermia, who I underlined Imer Kadei Likshor Gardi, Kama, Nima. It's the amount of time it takes a Gardi, a weaver, a person who works with garments, to uh, tie a thread. Sometimes the thread snap. Uh, you have to tie the two ends together. That's the amount of time. Kama Chanan ben Pinchas. We underline Neimer. Kadesha Toishit Yada Latayich Piha Little Kesem. Is the amount of time it would take her to stick her hand into her mouth to remove a little a little splinter that got uh, caught between her teeth. Kama and finally opinion number nine. I underlined here. Flimo. Flimo Omer, Kadesha Toshit Yadalasal, it's the amount of time it would take her to reach her hand into a basket, Litol Kikar, to take out a loaf of bread. Those are the nine opinions, concludes the Bryce and now Afapishin Rayladov, even though there's no like outright proof to the last uh, shear given by Flimo. Zecher Ladover, there is some sort of mention connecting at least um, um immorality or adultery to uh bread. Like the Pasuk says in Mishle, Kiba'ad Isha Zaina, Ad Kikarlechem. So it's not like a direct proof, but you see they're at least connected. The uh, Isha Zaina, which is illicit relations, and the Kikarlechem, uh, which has to do with bread. Okay. That's the end of the snake source. Asks the Gemara question, the Chol Hani Lamali. Literally, uh, why do we need all these? Um, now, this question is actually just going on the first opinion of Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Yishmael said it's how long is the Shear of Stira? He gave us basically three uh, periods of time. He said, Kadei Tuma, Kadei Bia, Kadei Ha'ara'a. Now, obviously, the Gemara understands that all those were necessary. We're asking, like, why? Why could I not have just said one or two of them? Why do I need all three? So, Kolhani Lamali, and the Gemara now answers, Trichi. They're all necessary. Why? De'i, Tana, if the opinion had only said that how long is Shear Stira Kadei Tuma, Tuma is, we'll say the uh, amount of time it takes for uh, Tuma, which is the illicit acts, um, Hava Amina, I would have thought Tuma, excuse me, Kadetuma Sava Artsusa. It's the amount of time that it would take for the act of intercourse and Artsusa. 
Arsusa is you have to like sort of butter her up, get her into the mood, have her uh, agree to uh, submit. Um, maybe that amount of time, in other words, the amount of time that it would take to get her to agree to it and to actually do the deed, that's what you would have thought, Kamash Malan. That's why there's a second shear of time said Kadei Bia, which tells you that, no, it has nothing to do with the amount of time that you would have to uh, uh, smooth talk the woman, that the man would have to smooth talk the woman um, because Kadei Bia, Bia is just the act itself. The Itana Kadei Bia, if it would have said Kadebia as the amount of time, Havamina Kadei Gmarbia. Well, intercourse usually means the entirety of the intercourse, the beginning, the middle, and the end. Kamash Malan, that's what we're being taught by being told Kadei Ha'ara'a. It's just the amount of time of initial penetration to take place. As far as the uh, buttering her up and getting her into the mood and getting her to agree, that could have all been done uh, previously before they went into um, seclusion. And if it would have told us and if it would have told that and not said well then Havamina would have thought that that's yeah that's the amount of time for initial penetration but also I would require a uh, you know a whole smooth talking uh, uh, preceding that that's why we taught so the three are necessary to tell you that uh, at number one, it's not the amount of time it would take to get her to uh, agree and uh, be all excited because that could be done previously. And it's also not the amount of time for the entire beat to take place, only for the initial penetration. Now, how long, how much time is that? Vikama? Oh, that would be like the uh, Tanaic source above had said. I put this in right angles, these five words. Kadei ha'ara'a, which is Kadei ha'kafas dekel. I dot underline the day a kafas dekel is the amount of time it will take to walk around a palm tree. That's the end of that. The issue with the above snake source, which gave us uh, nine names and uh, nine opinions, was Uramini. We have another Tanaic source. This one goes for, oh, about almost five lines. And it seems to indicate that we're going to have five of the names that we had up above. And uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yep, and each one of them is going to give a different uh, shear of time than they had given in the above snake source. So, uh, and then we'll compare and contrast each one of the opinions. Says this snake source, Venistera, that's in the context of a Sota woman, a woman who eventually has to do the Sota procedure. It says, and she goes into seclusion, Vekamashirstira asks this price, well, how long does that take? Loishamanu. Um, we don't know exactly. We, the Pasuk didn't say anything about it. Kishuoimir, when the Pasuk says, quote, Vehi nitma'a, and she, nitma'a here would be, would say, had an adulterous uh, affair, adulterous intercourse, Haveyomer, oh, it's Kadei Tuma, Kadei Bia, Kadei Ha'ara'a. This sounds very much like it's going to be uh, the opinion that we saw as the first opinion in our price up above. And here, though, I dot underlined three words, Kadei Chazaras Dekel. Um, Chazar's Dekel is when you have a strong windstorm and the windstorm blows the palm tree, the amount of time it would take, Chazar, I guess, would be to uh, come back. That's the amount of time it takes. Divrei, here, though, is interesting. It's Rebbe Eliezer. I triangled Rebbe Eliezer here because in the above source, it was Rebbe Shmuel who told us something like this. Uh, Rebbe Hoshua, who we underlined, who was uh, the next four Tanaim we're going to see are the next four that we had in the above snake source after Rabbi Eliezer, namely Rabbi Yeshua, 
Benazir, and each one of them is going to say something different. Rabbi Yeshua here says, whereas up above he said the amount of time it takes to drink the cup. Here he's saying the amount of time it takes to mix the wine and the water. Benazir, over here, who I underlined, said the amount of time it takes to drink the cup. Well, Benazir above was the one who said it's the amount of time it takes to roast an egg. Rabbi Akiva, who I underlined, said the amount of time it takes to roast an egg. But Rabbi Akiva above was the one who had said it's the amount of time it takes to um, swallow the egg. And Rabbi Yudamesera over here says, but Rabbi above was the one who said it's the amount of time it takes to swallow three eggs. That is the end of the Tanaic source, and we clearly have to uh, clarify what each one of these Tanaim holds the shear is. Kasal Kadaitach says the Gemara, the Hainu HaKafas Tekel, Hainu Chazaras Tekel. We're going to go into the discussion that we're going to have on the next few lines, assuming that that term HaKafas Tekel, which literally means going around the palm tree, and Chazaras Tekel, which could also mean kind of going around, uh, let's just assume uh, for the next line that those are comma connector are the same thing. Hainu HaKafas Tekel, Hainu Chazaras Tekel. The issue is, though, Hasama Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Yishmoel, that Tana was the one who had said Kadei Kafas Adekel in the first Tanaic source, and came along Rabbi Eliezer and argued with him, Upalig Rabbi Eliezer, which clearly means that Rabbi Eliezer is giving some sort of amount of time that would be a different amount of time. Whereas Hacha, here, it actually is in the second Tanaic source, we had his name uh, triangle, it's Rabbi Eliezer says Kadei Chazaras Dekel. Now, if you assume those are the same amounts of time, then they don't argue. Rabbi Eliezer agrees with Rabbi Yishmoel. Amr Abaye, Abaye explains that actually those are two different amounts of time. Hakafa equals beregel. When we talk about hakafa, means that's going around, like walking around the palm tree, whereas chazara has nothing to do with walking around, it has to do with beruach. That's the wind blowing it and then for it to uh, get back. Okay, hmm. Now what does it mean to get back? How, what are we saying? Bo'i ravashi. Chazara beruach do we say that the uh, wind blowing the palm tree, the amount of time being described is, colon, kihechi de azil vehadar asi, it's the amount of time it takes the palm tree to blow one way and then blow the other way and come back to its original position? Oh, Dilma, or maybe, you know, when palm trees blow in the wind, they blow one way the other way and then back and forth, sort of like a, a, a skyscraper during an earthquake, it, it shakes for a while. Oh, Dilma, maybe the amount of time being described is kihechi de azil va'asi, goes back and forth va'hadar kai beduchte, until it basically gets back to its original position. So it could either mean once, let's say the palm tree was standing still, it could either mean once blowed in one direction and come back to standing still, or it could go once in one direction, then in the other direction, then back to standing still, or possibly this even means back and forth and back and forth until it actually stands still. Teku, that issue remains unresolved. The Gemara here is now going to point out what would seem to be the five uh, issues that we have, because the five Tanoim in the Second Tanaic source give a different shear than they gave in the first Tanaic source. And I mark this with diamonds. There's a word hasam over here. I put a diamond around this one, a line later, a few words further into the line. There's another hasam, two lines below that. Fourth word on the line is hasam, put a diamond around that, a line later. Sixth word on the line is hasam, put a diamond around that. And then two lines later, about the, uh, let's see, two, four, six, eighth word on the line is hasam, put a diamond around that. Each one of these hasams is just to indicate where we're going to start a new uh, Tana's analysis. So here we go. 
Hasam, the first one, Amar Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Lezer, in the first next source, he said the amount of time was Kadei Mezigas, the amount of time to mix a cup of wine. Hacha, over here in the second next source, he said Kadei Chazaras Dekel. He's talking about the amount of time it takes for the palm tree to uh, sway back and forth. So which one is it? Well, they're the same. They actually are the same amount of time. You're just describing two different things that take the same amount of time. Okay, next. Hasam in the first snakes or some Rabbi Yeshua and only Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua had said it was Kedelishtois, the amount of time it takes to drink the cup of wine. Hacha over here, Amar Kedemizigasakais, it seems that he says it's the amount of time it takes to mix a cup of wine, the thick wine syrup together with the water. Well, now who are going to answer differently? Ema, you really have to say that what Rabbi Yeshua means is Kedelimzig Velishtois. When Rabbi Yeshua said it's the amount of time it takes to drink the cup, and the first Tanaic source coming off of Rabbi Lezer said it amounts of the time to mix the cup, essentially what Rabbi Yeshua is saying is, no, Rabbi Lezer, it's not the amount of time it takes to mix a cup of wine, it's the amount of time it takes to mix a cup of wine and also to drink it. So too in the second Tanaic source, when uh, Rabbi Yehoshua said it's the amount of time it takes to mix the cup, well, usually when you mix a cup, you drink it, and that's what he meant. Okay. Why, though, now ask the Gemara, do we not say for Rabbi Yeshua the same way we answered the previous with Rabbi Eliezer that, oh, really, they're the same shear? The lema, why don't we say here, question mark? Well, because the problem with that is, im kain, hainu Rabbi Eliezer. If, if you were going to say they were the same shear, then that would be the same as Rabbi Eliezer. If the amount of time it takes to drink the cup is the amount of time it takes to mix the cup, then if you go back to the third line where Rabbi Eliezer says it's the amount of time it takes to mix the cup, and Rabbi Shua says, no, it's the amount of time it takes to drink the cup, they'd be saying the same shear, and that doesn't make sense. Next, Hasam, we have a diamond on this, Hasam, Amar Ben and we underline Ben Azai, Kedei Litzleis Beitza. In the first snake source, he said, it's the amount of time it takes to roast an egg. Hach in the second snake source, Amar Kedei Litzleis it's the amount of time it takes to drink the cup of wine. So which one is it? Answer, Idividi Chachiorhu. Well, they're both describing the same amount of time. Next, Hasam, I put a diamond around. Hasam, I'm Rabbi Akiva, and underline Rabbi Akiva. In the first snake, source Rabbi Akiva said, Kedei legaima. It's the amount of time it takes to swallow the roasted egg. Hacha, Amar, and over here in the second snake, source Rabbi Akiva says, it's Kedei litzlay space. It's the amount of time it takes to roast the egg. So which one is it? The amount of time it takes to swallow the roasted egg or the amount of time it takes to prepare it by roasting it? Well, Ema, and I squiggle under the Ema, which I actually also did three lines earlier, Right above here, and it said the word Ema. Actually, Rabbi Akiva's shita is Kedei Litzleis Beisa Velegaima. Similar to what we did in Rabbi Yeshua, we're now doing in Rabbi Akiva, that Rabbi Akiva really means it's the amount of time it takes to roast the egg and swallow it. So when Rabbi Akiva in the second egg source said the amount of time to roast an egg, what he meant was to roast an egg, and of course to swallow it, because you roast an egg to swallow it. Whereas in the first snake source, when Rabbi Akiva had said it's the amount of time it takes to swallow an egg, coming off of Benazai, who said to roast it, the way we understand that is Benazai meant the amount of time it takes to roast an egg. And Rabbi Akiva, when he said the amount of time it takes to swallow it, what he meant was, yes, the amount of time it takes to roast it and swallow it. Asks the Gemara here, then, why don't you just answer for Rabbi Akiva, like we did for Ben Azai, and like we did for Rabbi Eliezer previously, that it's the same shear. The amount of time it takes to roast an egg is the same amount of time it takes to swallow an egg. Well, can't do that, because Im Kain, Hainu Ben Azai. In the first egg source, when Ben Azai in the fourth line had said, it's the amount of time it takes to roast an egg, and Rabbi Akiva argued and said, the amount of time it takes to swallow an egg, well, if those are both the same shear, he would not have argued with him. 
Next, Hassan might put a diamond around the Hassan. This is the last of our five diamonds. Amar Rabbi Yudah ben Beseira in the first day, Xorosh Rabbi Yudah ben Beseira said, Kedei legayma shalish beisim zuacharzu. The amount of time it takes to swallow three eggs, one after another after another. Hacha Amar Kedei legayma. Whereas in the second day, Xorosh Rabbi Yudah ben Beseira said, it's the amount of time it takes to swallow it, which sounds like one egg. Well, what's going on in the first day of source when um, the previous Tana, before Rabbi Ben Becerra, namely Rabbi Akiva, had said it's the amount of time it takes to swallow it, Ledvarav de Rabbi Akiva Ka'amar. He was speaking to Rabbi Akiva. De Ka'amar, I wrote above the word De Ka'amar when Rabbi Akiva had said, how long is the Shir Stira? Well, Misharinan Bitzli'a, it's the amount of time, and this is the way we explained Rabbi Kiva, that it takes to roast an egg and to swallow it. Ema, well, Rabbi Yudah ben Becerra said to Rabbi Kiva, why don't you give the shear all in the same context? Say it's the shear gemia lechuda. Just talk about how long in terms of swallowing eggs it would take, namely, kama connector kadei legama shalish basim zuacharzu. Say it's the amount of time it takes to swallow three eggs, one after the other. Dahainu, which is the same amount of time as slia u. Gemia, the amount of time it takes to roast the egg, and the amount of time it takes to swallow the egg. The next Tanaic opinion was Rebelazman Yermia, who we underlined. We didn't have him in the second source, but let's analyze him. He's the one who says, Kadeshi Yikshur Gardi Nimas, the amount of time it takes a weaver to tie a snapped thread that uh, he had been weaving. Uh, boy Ravashi, Ravashi asked, Well, how far away are these uh, two threads that the Weaver has to tie together, far away or close together. Teku, that remains unresolved. Chanan ben Pimchas, who underlined Neymar, he had said up in the first snake source, Kadesh Toishi Yadol Tech Pielitel Kesem, is the amount of time it takes her to reach into her mouth and pull out a splinter stuck between her teeth. Boy Ravashi Ravashi asks here also, Demihadek o Delemihadek. Is the uh, splinter like tightly wedged in there or not? Teku remains unresolved. Flemo, who we underline now, who was, yes, the ninth and last ton in the above Tanaic source, had said, Kadesh Toishi Yadalasali Tolkikar, the amount of time it takes her to reach her hand into a basket to pull out a loaf of bread. And yes, once again, Ravashi comes with the questions. Amar Ravashi or Boy Ravashi. That loaf of bread, the Mihadek, the Lemihadek, is it like tightly wedged in there with the other loaves of bread or not? Uh, how about the basket that the bread is in? Is it a chadeta o atik? Is it a new basket? Or is it a old basket? If it's a old basket, it's already been used, it's already worn in, it's quite smooth, it would be easier to pull out as opposed to a new basket. How about this? De chamimi o bikariri. Is the bread still uh, warm or is it uh, cooled down? Because we know uh, like uh, fresh, uh, warm bread is easier to sort of grasp a hold of, it's softer, and it would be easier to pull out. How about this? Bidechiti o bidisari. Is it a wheat bread or is it a barley bread? The wheat bread is a little bit of a softer uh, loaf and it would be um, easier to pull out than a uh, barley loaf. Berechicha o beakusha. Is it uh, is it like softer baked or harder baked? And all those questions and end with a teku. Period. Amar of Yitzhak bar Yosef, Amar of Yechanan, kol echad vechad. Each one of those tanoim, when they were given the amount of time that it would take for the uh, initial penetration to take place, they were assessing that amount of time based on their own experience. That could either mean their own experience with their own wives or their own experience in discussing these issues with others, but they were basing it on what they themselves uh, were familiar with. 
Aye, but one second. One of the names in that list was Ben Azai. And uh, I think we remember the story. Ben Azai uh, wasn't married. Vaika Ben Azai Delainasiv. So how could he give a sheer? How, how would he know? You can say he discussed it with others. But uh, apparently we're saying it's uh, like a very like personal type of issue. So either you could say, and we're going to give three answers over here of how Ben Azai could have known this. Uh, answer number one, Nasiv Upi Reshave. Actually, when we say Ben Azai wasn't married, that's right, for most of his life. But he was a, there was a little, a small, a short period of time where he was married and then he uh, separated from his wife. Alternatively, a second approach. Number two, Mirabei Shmiele. No, Ben Azai would have heard it from his Rebbe, when he was learning, he learned everything when his Rebbe would have learned this also, a third approach, number three, Said Hashem Lireyav, which we don't say often, but literally it means the secrets of the Lord are to those who fear him. There's tremendous insight into all aspects of life that are given to those who truly fear Hashem. Period. Darash Ravavira. I put a diamond around this Darash and put a diamond in the margin with a number one, circling Rav Avira. The reason I did that is because on Hey Amud Aleph, we're not going to get to it in this year, but I believe it'll be the beginning of the next year. Hey Amud Aleph, about 10 lines down, last word of line is Darash. I put a diamond around that. And I put a diamond with a number two in the margin. Can I get that? It's going to be another Drush of Rav Avira. So let's see today, Dalad Amabez's Rav Avira's Drush. Darash Rav Avira. Uh, he darsh in the following, Zimnin Amar Rabbi Ami, sometimes when he said it, he quoted it from Rabbi Ami, Zimnin Amar Ravasi, sometimes from Ravasi, the following, I underline the line and a half, Anyone who eats bread uh, consistently, or maybe even regularly, uh, without netilas yadayim, without washing his hands, ki'ilu, Baal Isha Zoyna. It's as though he has relations with a uh, Isha Zoyna. Shanamar, where do we see this? Now, the Pasuk that we're going to quote is from Mishle Perik Vav, Pasuk Chaf Vav. And I point that out because it's the first part of Pasuk Chaf Vav, and in about uh, 15, 20 lines from now, we're going to uh, bring up the second part of that same Pasuk and ask, how do we darshan that? So here's the first part of the Pasuk. Ki Baal Isha Zoyna Ad Kikar Lechem. Uh, seemingly, we have that connection between a isha zaina and eating bread. And uh, I guess if you eat the bread improperly, it's like you're with a zaina. Amar Rava, underline Rava's name. Uh, Rava, more often than not, will be the Amara who is uh, much more interested with the literal interpretation of uh, various psukim or mishnayis, and will often uh, give his opinion when another opinion sort of liberally understood a pasuk or mishnah. So Rava's going to do the same thing over here. He's going to say, well, that doesn't exactly fit. Hi, the pasuk says, ba'ad isha zaina ad kikar lechem. What the pasuk should have said if we're trying to say that that's the point of the pasuk is ba'ad kikar lechem ad isha zaina. It should have said ki ba'ad kikar lechem. That would because of the lack of eating bread properly, you'll come even to an isha zaina mi And it didn't say that ella. So I squiggle under on the ella. Amarav encircled. Rava's name. Rava gives a. Um, understanding of what that pasuk means. Kolabal isha zaina. Any uh, person, a man who uh, has relations with a Zaina, he's uh, being drawn 
after his taivas. Uh, basically, he's coming addicted. I underline the word the saif. In the end, he'll even, he'll like basically break uh, his bank account and he'll have to go begging for lechem. Kama. Amra Zrika. Amar Rebelazar. Kola mezalzel benetila sedayim. Rashi says mezalzel here is constantly, consistently eat bread without washing hands. Not once or twice forgetting, but always. Ne Karmina Oilam will be uprooted from the world. But basically, he is going against what the Rabbanans say he has to do. And we know when a person uh, violates uh, the Rabbanans, uh, certainly consistently, he's Chayev Misa. We know that there's uh, the before waters, we wash our hands before we have bread, and then uh, many wash the hands after they uh, have the bread. When you wash your hands, uh, you have to lift your hands up, like have your fingers pointing upward and then uh, dry them. Whereas the Mayim Achreinim, the after waters, you uh, have your uh, fingers pointing downwards. Tanya um, Namiach, we have a brisa, two lines that also brings out this point and explains why each one. Uh, the brisa starts here. Hanaito Yadav, person who washes their hands at the beginning before they're about to have bread. Sarach Shiagbi Yadav Lamala, holds their hands, meaning like their fingers are pointing up and then they dry their hands off. Shema Yatsu Mayim because maybe if they don't do that, the water went past the, we'll call it maybe the wrist, and then we'll come back and metame the hands. So the issue is like this. When it comes to Mayim Rishonim, the hands are considered shnia, some level of Durabanan uh, Tuma, and we wash them to get the Tuma off. Now really, uh, technically it would be enough to just wash once on, uh, let's say right hand, once on the left hand, that would be good enough. But what do we do? We wash once. That initial washing takes off the Durabanan Tuma. Then, though, we have water that still has Durabanan Tuma in it, so we wash the hands again, uh, thereby washing off the water that has the Durabanan Tuma in it. Let's say, though, when you wash the uh, first time, which the water that remains has the Durabanan Tuma in it, you wash very liberally and you poured it on nicely and it went past, let's say, the wrist halfway up the arm, and then the second time you washed to get the water off, you wash just the hand part, but then if you have your uh, fingers pointing down, some of that original water from the first washing could then drip back onto the uh, hands, and, and that would be a problem. It would make them tummy again. That's why you have your hands pointing up. Amr Bavo. Kolo ichol pas b'leinigov yadayim anunu eats bread without drying their hands. Ki ilu oichel lechem tame is as though they um, uh, eat um, lechem Tame Shanemar, like the uh, Pasuk uh, says, Hashem, Kacha Israel. This is how the Jewish people uh, eat Eslach Mam Tame. And it's a Pasuk in Yechezkel, and it's talking about uh, 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 more a ickiness than a uh, spiritual ickiness, the way the bread is prepared over there in the Pasuk, and uh, period. Okay, now the Gemara goes on and says, Umai. What is that referring to? Now that, if you'll note, is Mishle, Perik, Vav, Pasuk, Chavav. It's the second half of the Pasuk that we had about uh, 17, 18 lines ago. So we're going to darshan the second half. What, what do we mean in the second half of the Pasuk when it says, uh, and a, mar- a, a, a married woman, 
Nefesh Yekara Tatsud. Uh, tatsud is like to hunt for, uh, she'll hunt for uh, precious soul or precious life. What's that referring to? Well, Amrav Chiyabarabo, we circled his name, Amrav Yechanan, underline Rabbi Yechanan, Kol Adam, Shiyeshboi Gasis Haruach. This gets us on to uh, one of the main sugyas for Gaiva. And are we for Gaiva? Are we against Gaiva? Are we for a person having a haughty attitude? Or are we not? So any person who has got Gas Ruach, a person who's a Bal Gaiva, Lesaif Nichshal Be'eshes Ish. In the end, he will... Um, now, Nichshal Be'eshes Ish literally means he'll trip up when it comes to a married woman. I don't know if it necessarily uh, means that he'll like have intercourse with another man's wife. Nichshal could even be um, doing other things improper not all the way through intercourse. And there's any sort of improper uh, thoughts or improper uh, the, uh, sight of somebody else. And it's your own wife, that's your own wife. But somebody else's wife is off limits. And, and a person who uh, feels that they're like the center of the universe in some ways at some times might feel also that somebody else's wife is uh, open game, even for, let's say, their gaze. And that is not the case. Uh, Shanamar, where did you get this member from? Well, from our Pasuk. It says, Veshazish, Nefeshikara, Tatsud. Um, okay. And uh, that is the way that Rav Bar Abba understands the Pasuk. Amar Rava, here's Rava again, uh, saying that, well, like, if you read the Pasuk very carefully, it doesn't seem to indicate that. Amar Rava, underline his name, Hi, Nefesh Yikara. That's more of like a. Um, a precious uh, life, a precious spirit. Nefesh gavoyami by life. We're saying this is caused because of a person who is uh, gaivadik. It should say gaivadik, a, a high, a haughty spirit. Ve'oid, and further, he tatsud mi bayalei. What, what it should say is, since it's being darshaned from the end of the Pasuk to the beginning of the Pasuk, what it should have said is ve'eshes ish, kama, nefesh yekara, uh, she will ensnare him. But the way it's written is it, it's not the guy who's going to ensnare her, it's her who's going to ensnare someone else. Ella! So I squiggle around in the Ella and circled Rava's name. Ella, Amar Rava. Kol a man, and now here it does say literally, a man who has relations with somebody else's wife, even if that person who did this has learned much Torah, how do we know that we're referring to Torah? Because Torah is called Yikara. That's the Nevesh Yikara. Yikara hi mi peninim. More valuable or precious is it, Torah learning, than even like uh, pearls or rubies, which is Darshan as it's even more precious than Kohen Gadol Shenechnas Lifnai Velifnim. Similar to the word Peninim is Lifnai Velifnim, even more than the Kohen Gadol goes into the Holy of Holies. He, Tetsudenu Lagdina Shel Gehenim. Oh, she will ensnare him for the uh, final judgment in Gehenna. Kama. Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai. Kol Adam Sheish by Gasas Aruach. I underline Kol Adam Sheish by Gasas Aruach. This is on to a bit of a sugya when it comes to Gaiva. Um, anyone who has uh, Gaiva issues, and we're going to have uh, four memories of what that person is like. Number one is over here. Kilo Oyved Avadis as though he worshipped idols or worshipped uh, the stars. Ksiv Hacha, where do we see that connection? Well, it says over here. Now, this, I believe, is Mishle Perik Tezayin Pasuk Hey, the first part of the Pasuk. And again, the reason I mention that is because 
once we finish listing off these uh, things, we're going to go back to that Pasuk and ask what we do with the later part of the Pasuk. So, what does it say in the beginning part of the Pasuk? Toavas, I squiggle under the word Toavas. Toavas Hashem kol gavalev. It refers to uh, gavalev, that's gaiva as being a toivu. Ksiv hasam, it says elsewhere, losavi toeva, I squiggle under the word toeva, that's talking about avodazora, el beisecha. Don't bring a toeva to your house. There we see the connection, toeva, toeva, gaiva to avodazora. Rabbi Yochanan Diday, that was Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Arab Shimon Yochai. Number two, Rabbi Yochanan on his own, Amar, he said that a person who has gaiva kilu kafar bikr, it's as though he denies the essential being of the reality of the universe, in other words, Hashem. Shanemar, like the Pasuk indicates this connection when it says, Viram levavcha, your heart will become high or haughty, vishachach does Hashem lekecha, and you forget Hashem, your God. Kama. Number three, Reb Chama Bar Chanina Amar, he says that a person who has gaiva kilu bal kolarais is as though he had relations with all the illicit rela- relations. Ksiv hacha, the connection is toavas, I underline the word toavas, Hashem kol gavalev, and ksiv hasam, it says by the uh, arayas, the illicit relations, ki es kol hatoavos, and I underline the word toavos, hakel, the uh, connection toeva toeva. Kama ula, who's number four, the fourth and last uh, Amara to uh, give an opinion. Ula Amar Ki'ilu Banabama. Somebody who has gaivas as though they built a um, an altar for the Avodah Zorah, for Avodah Zorah, Shanamar. Like the uh, Pasuk says, Chidlu uh, Lachem Mina Adam. Like, stop, cease, desist, uh, y'all, uh, from the man Asher Nishama Ba'apai, who has a Nishama Ba'apai, which is... Uh, uh, like a haughty spirit. He's got a big attitude. Ki bamen Because for what is he considered? Now, that word bame, you could actually read it uh, differently if you vowelize it differently. I'll take bame, elabama. That would be the connection between gaiva and uh, building a bama. Now, the Gemara goes back to that pasuk in Mishlei, Perak Tezayin, pasuk hey, and asks, what do we do with the later part of the pasuk? My. It says, quote, four words, Yad leyad lo yinake, uh, end quote. So literally like hand to hand, uh, lo yinake will not be clean, will not be like free, won't escape punishment. Uh, what's it referring to? So Amarav, I circled his name. Now the uh, Bach points out that the Girsa here, the Bach and the Rashi point out that the Girsa should read, Kol Shiyesh We We finished talking about uh, relations with a married woman. We're talking now about a person who has a gaiva issue. So, kol afilu Even if he has proclaimed the Lord to be the uh, Lord over the whole heavens and earth, to the extent of Avram Avinu, where it says by Avram Avinu, yadi, I lift up my hand, El Hashem kel even though a person's done that much good, nevertheless, he will not escape the punishment of Gehenim. Uh, which means that everything is looked at differently, and this is a really bad thing to do, the uh, Gaiva issue, and uh, we got to work on it. Now, this is not Rava here, but I guess somebody along the lines of uh, his approach, Kashaluhu, this was a little bit difficult to the debate of Sheila. Uh, the Pasuk doesn't exactly say that. Hi, the, what does the Pasuk say? Quote four words, Yad liyad, hand to hand, will not escape punishment. Well, if it's 
the connection to lifting up my hand, Hari Yadi, which is what Moshe said, Yadi Mibaya Lei, or Yadi Lo Yenake Loi Mibaya Lei is what should have been said. Ella! Uh, Amri Debei Rabbi Shilai, Circle Debei Rabbi Shilai, is a second approach to this. How do we understand that Yad Le Yad Lo Yenake? A little bit differently. That a person has a uh, gaiva issue, even if he has uh, received the Torah, accepted the Torah like Moses himself, who it wrote by Moshe Rabbeinu, from his hand, uh, he gave a fiery religion unto them. That was uh, something that was given from hand to hand. Uh, even if a person is as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, lo person who is gaiva will not be escaping the uh, uh, necessary issues that have to take place in Gehenim. Well, that's still not like a super precise reading of Yad Liyad, because Kashalei the Rabbi Yochanan. Hi, what the Pasuk says of Yad Liyad, but we're talking about Moshe who received the Torah from Hashem. What the Pasuk should have said is Yad Mi Yad. I double underline the mem there. Mi Bayale is what it should have said, and it didn't say that. El Amar Rabbi Yochanan, I circled Rabbi Yochanan. Here is the drasha. This is the third approach to how do we understand Yad Liyad Lo Even if he involves himself giving charity quietly, secretly, in other words, from his hand to the poor person's hand, or from his hand, let's say, into the poor person's mailbox. However, it's being done, that it's uh, written, the person who gives quietly, secretly, uh, covers up any sort of divine wrath, which sounds like it's an amazing thing to do. Still, if he's got a guy issue, he will not be uh, escaping the necessary issues he has to go through in Gehenim. Period. Where do we see that there's a warning uh, not to be uh, gaivadik or haughty? Well, Amarav Amar Zeiri, there's a pasuk in uh, Jeremiah. It says, Shimu, listen, Behezinu, and pay attention. Al Tigbo, do not be gaivadik. Right, that's pretty clear. This pasuk, uh, the pasuk says, "Viram levavcha, and your heart will become high and like haughty. Vishachachta, and you'll forget. You'll forget Hashem." Now, are we supposed to forget Hashem? No, no, no. See, the Pasuk says, he shamer lecha. Uh, be very careful, y'all, uh, or you pen tishkach as Hashem lekecha, lest you forget the uh, Lord your God. Now, where do we see that there's an Isra there? Well, wherever the Pasuk uses the term shenem are either he shamer or pen, or al, and our Pasuk is actually Hishamer and Pen, like be careful and lest, Enuel Abeloisa say. That's referring to a Torah prohibition. Adkan.